our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Welcome once again to Living in Light Life Lessons Podcast. Today I want to welcome you to another podcast and another great day. And I would like to introduce today to you Brother Mark Boschek from Gateway South Church. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate the opportunity of being here. Um, you know, today I want to, I'd like to talk about something that, you know, we all go through, uh, something that is uh, available and applicable to everyone who walks on this earth. And that is uh, going through challenges, facing challenges and overcoming challenges. Um, One of the first things, you know, you'll, if you're in a relationship with anyone, one of the first things you'll hear is uh, usually some complaint or some problem that they're going through or, or, or they're trying to overcome or something is, is uh, not going their way. Um, and you know, when you're, when you're going through life, uh, challenges will find you. And if you, if you live such a blessed life that challenges do not find you, then buckle up and get ready because it's coming your way. (laughs) I think that, uh, if you don't go through challenges, you're not paying attention or, uh, you may just be that awesome. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, for the most of us, we, we do go through trials and tribulations. And uh, the first uh, and most common complaint I get is, you know, why would God do this? You know, why does God, why does God make us go through challenges in the first place? And uh, simply put, you know, we are, we are not meant to be static, um, unhealed, unforgiven, uh, unregenerate uh, lives that don't produce anything good. We are meant to grow and develop. We're meant to lead godly lives and be a blessing to the world around us, Uh, not just for our own benefit, but for the kingdom's benefit. And so one of the first things that you need to make sure of is that you are in fact a Christian, Uh, because you're not going to get anything out of this uh, that's going to help you if you aren't uh, a testifier of the sovereignty of God and Jesus Christ as the Son of God, and the death of Christ for the remission of our sins, um, and the resurrection three days after the death of Christ, um, and that that is the gospel. 
and that we are meant to testify to that. So that's the first thing you need to do is make sure that you are good with God. Um, after that, it comes down to, you know, what kind of challenge you're facing. Sometimes we bring challenges upon ourselves. Um, sometimes, you know, we, we live a lifestyle that we're not meant to live and we end up uh, causing problems for ourselves and for those around us. And, you know, you, you, you have to take a, an honest look at yourself, you know, be a little introspective sometimes and really discern, you know, is this challenge something that I did or is this challenge something that's coming from outside? Um, and address it, you know, however you need to. Um, uh, you know, something that I've gone through is, you know, um, growing up, um, I, I don't come from a traditional family. Um, for a few years, I was a ward of the state. Uh, and that was certainly a challenge. <laughs> and, uh, you know, living, living a life that, um, that certainly I was not meant to live, but I was still going through it. And I was a kid at the time and certainly, um, facing my own developmental challenges, uh, as a child. And there are problems that people face that they're, they're so, so large and they're so insurmountable. Um, and we have the opportunity to, uh, grow from those. And for me, in my personal experience, uh, that is what led me to Christ. And so there is a purpose behind your trials and tribulations. You may not see it immediately. Uh, you may see it immediately. There may be something that's just glaringly obvious to you, uh, going through trials and tribulations. Uh, and then there just may not, you, you may never know, you know, the, the Bible never really gives Job at least it doesn't record it in the Bible, but God never gives an answer to Job for why he went through those trials and tribulations. Um, and I don't, I don't think Job, um, I don't think Job ever demanded an explanation from God as to why, you know, he went through the trials that he went through. I mean, the man had everything, uh, large family, wealthy, well off, well respected. And, you know, over time, um, God allowed, uh, the devil to take away those blessings. Um, you know, there was always a, a, a limit to what the devil could do, but also at the same time, you know, God let it happen. Why? Well, it's sometimes it's not for us to know and that's okay. You know, God, God does what he will do. And we are not in a position to question that. And, you know, the Bible clearly says that, you know, the potter doesn't, or the clay doesn't say to the potter, you know, why are you making me this way? Potter has no, uh, or the clay has no power or authority to tell the potter what to do. We are, that is our relationship. Now, that's not to say that, you know, we serve a vengeful, hateful God that doesn't love you and wants to just, you know, always cause problems or trials for your life. That's not, that's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, we serve a God that loves you. Let me, let me read some things that the Bible says concerning you. Um, God says in, uh, if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, that you are a child of God. That's in John 1. Um, in Romans 3.24, you are justified and redeemed in Christ Jesus. Uh, God says there's no condemnation 
for those in Christ Jesus. That's Romans 8. In Ephesians 2, God says that you are God's workmanship, created to produce good works, and that he will supply you on all your needs, according to Philippians 4, and that he loves you and that he chooses you. This is not just he chose the world. No, he chose you. And that's in 1 Thessalonians. So the word, word of the Lord is always, uh, is always good. You know, it's always uh, uplifting and, and good for the soul. And so I encourage you, the first thing you need to do is get right with God and then focus on him and get into his word. Really focus on what's important in your life and transition away from things that may be bringing you know, more suffering, more trials and tribulations into your life. You know, it's important to, to understand that if there's something that you're going through, there's a purpose. And you may not know what it is, but it's there. Um, another thing, uh, another thing to remember is, is that, um, you know, your problems that you are going through right now or someone else's problems that you're seeing them go through, if they're a Christian or if you're a Christian, you can, you have the ability to turn those over to God. And there's, there's no greater blessing in life than being able to take your problems and surrender them to God because God is the solver of all problems. There is no problem that God cannot solve. And there's nothing that God can't do. And there's nothing that God doesn't know. And so if you're able to turn your problems over to him, and you will just let God be God and let God solve your problems for you and work in your life to magnify his name so that you can turn around and take that trial and tribulation, that lesson that you've learned, that experience that you've gone through, and go and find someone else. And sure enough, you will have someone going through a similar circumstance that you went through. And you will be able to help that person, and you will be able to lead that person and support that person. And ultimately, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to love God, love others, and serve the world. You, ha- you are placed in an opportunity to make yourself grow and develop and also to help others grow and develop. And as we come together in unity with a love of God, a love towards each other, we do, in fact, make the world a better place. And that was the idea all along. You know, Israel was placed specifically where it was at, in the center of the, of the world. You know, all the trade, north, south, east, and west, you had to go through Israel. And God put them there to be a testimony to the rest of the world. The challenges and problems and tribulations that they face are applicable to us today. And we can learn from them, from the things that they did well and the things that they didn't do well. You know, in Proverbs, it talks about, you know, you can learn from a wise man and you can learn from a fool. There is no There is nothing wrong from learning from someone who's making a mistake. There's nothing wrong from that at all. You don't chastise them about it. And do not do not sin and condemn your brother. Certainly not. But you can take that person's lifestyle or or what they're doing, and you can look at that and say, that's clearly wrong, that's clearly bad, and you can look at the consequences that come about that lifestyle or those choices that they've made and say, I don't want that for myself, and I don't want that for my family, and I don't want that for my friends. Let me learn from this experience that this person that I can see that they're going through so that I can improve my life. 
That doesn't mean that you don't try and help the person going through the trial and tribulations. Far from it. Make an attempt. Talk to them. Have a conversation. Be open. Love on them. Be gracious and courteous to them. But do not chastise them unnecessarily. You know, you're there to, to build up and lift them up in Christ. If they don't want your help, that's fine. No problem. You know, that there's no requirement that you have to help someone. Only that you make the effort. If God puts it on your heart to make the effort to help someone in their trial and tribulation, you know, great. Go, go do what God tells you to do. But God's not going to force anything. God's not a God of forcing his, his way into someone else's life. Certainly not your life. Certainly not someone else's life. God tenderly calls his children. God tenderly calls his flock. And we are to be recipients of that. We're to love others through that. So going on to a specific example, um, you know, how, how God uses us. Um, the things that, that God blesses and the things that, you know, God uses um, to magnify his name and to, to glorify himself and, and also uh, his children in Christ. Um, one of the things about going through trials and tribulations is that you, you will, um, it will not be fun. And right now, as I'm speaking right now, I'm going through, uh, certainly some sort of trial or tribulation. Um, I'm, I have some unexplained pain, you know, in my body and it's hurting. Uh, and you know, I've lost sleep, you know, and I'm not, Um, I'm certainly not as coherent as I'd like to be, as you well know, listening to this podcast, but I would like you to know that I am persevering and going through this, uh, looking for opportunities to help and serve others. And the reason I'm doing that is because only through helping others will we make this world a better place. It's not about me. I'm not important. I am loved by God, but I am not to be focused on myself. I am to be focused on others. I am to be focused on my wife. I'm to be focused on the world around me and trying to be a a good example of what a Christian ought to be, you know, as opposed to focusing on myself, wallowing in self-pity, doing things selfishly, you know, having others do things for me, you know, catering to me because of my wishes and wants and what I think I need. It's not about that at all, you know. I may be suffering or going through pain or whatever, but I am focused on the kingdom first, and I'm also focused on the world around me second. And then, you know, my wife, and then, you know, maybe the guy on the street, you know, that needs a dollar, uh, or, or some, some poor person who's it's freezing outside. And, you know, he wants to come inside to a restaurant like this IHOP and, uh, you know, they, they want to just get out of the cold, you know, help that person be a blessing to that person. Um, you know, there are tons of opportunities uh, to, to be a blessing to others. And that is, you know, the real path to overcoming these challenges. Uh, you know, you recognize who you are, you recognize what God can do and you surrender control of whatever trial or tribulation you're going through. You surrender it to God. And then you focus on others and helping others. And I guarantee you, when you bless the lives of others, your problems will be insignificant and will certainly fall by the wayside because 
helping others is a good thing and being blessed despite your tribulation. You know, I now know what, you know, a certain type of pain is personally. And so if someone's going through that pain, I am able to witness and to testify and say, you know what, brother, you are absolutely right. I completely understand this pain that you're going through. And I want you to know right now that, you know, this is not the end. There, there is going to be a deliverance. You will overcome this. And, you know, it may not be comfortable right now and it certainly isn't fun. Um, and it's not, you know, but there is a way out and there is, there is victory. Um, and let me help you so that you can go through this easier and certainly not make things worse for yourself. Because personally, I've done that too. I've, there was, I cut myself once cleaning the house and, uh, you know, I was in such pain and, you know, it got right underneath the fingernail and I you know, was bleeding all over the place. And I jumped up and down just in absolute, just the shock of the pain and certainly being frustrated with myself. And, you know, I ended up cracking one of the tiles on the floor in the bathroom in my house. And, you know, that's, that's just, it's a small example, it's a small thing, but it illustrates a larger point in that, you know, you could be going through something and because of your reaction to whatever trial or tribulation you're going through, you end up making things worse for yourself. Yeah, there's some action or something that you say, you know, that hurts the feelings of, you know, a spouse or a partner or a friend or, or what have you. And you end up making a, making a, a bad situation worse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Honestly, you, you really don't want to do that. But if it happens, it happens. You know, you seek forgiveness. No one's perfect. I, I'm not going to certainly expect you to to be perfect because I know for sure I'm not. I, I make plenty of mistakes and I, I try not to. But, you know, I, I'm still in the process of sanctification. And and, uh, and hopefully one day, you know, I, I'll be in a place where, you know, I won't be making so many mistakes. But uh, by and large, I, you know, I... I need God. God is there for me. And, you know, it's it's a daily commitment, a daily reminder that I am human and I'm going to be facing challenges every day, uh, if not every hour. And, you know, there may be small challenges and, and keep in mind their perspectives are uh, perspective is key. You know, the challenge that you face may not necessarily be, you know, on par with the same level as someone like like, let's say the you know, they is a horrible example, but what happens when you have a baby that's stillborn, you know, that's certainly a massive challenge and that's nothing to joke about. Uh, that's nothing to, to, uh, you know, uh, talk about glibly or, or without purpose or, or, uh, mercilessly. Um, but it's certainly not nearly as, as, uh, you know, bad as, you know, let's say you cut your finger or your, your thumb or whatever, you know, there, there are levels of challenges here that we all face and some challenges are worse off than others. And, you know, the, the issue is not the severity. The issue is, is your response. And, and, you know, there are certainly some challenges that are just unbelievable. They're just horrible. And we should all be sensitive to that because, you know, we should be loving. We should love others more than we love ourselves. And, uh, you know, you, you, you definitely don't want to, uh, make a situation worse, uh, by your words, or by your actions. Um, but when you do overcome these challenges, remember that your job is to testify. You are to take the life lessons that you've learned and try and expound those onto others so that when they're going through a challenge or they're going through something, you will testify and will make make yourself and the person who's going through the trial 
more of a blessing to each other and to God and to the rest of the world. Um, a lot of um, a lot of people, especially you know in 2020, a lot of people are upset about how things are going, what's what's wrong with the world, and you know how how could we let things get so bad, or how could this person be so awful and so mean, or or what have you. There's, there's no end of, of complaints that can be made. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to complain yourself. You know, the rest of the world uh, will choose to be angry or upset about things. Uh, and you have a choice. You can either join that um, or you can simply not. And sometimes challenges, you know, someone sometimes they will there will be a complaint or an issue and you respect the complaint. There's nothing wrong with, you know, listening to someone, you know, uh, address a grievance or, or, or be upset. But that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to justify them or justify the complaint or the grievance. Um, that doesn't mean that, you know, you just simply, you know, cast them aside and pay them no mind and certainly, you know, reject their complaint or dismiss their feelings. Um because that's not what we're supposed to do anyway, you know. That there is a point though where sometimes they're just not in a place where you can help them. Sometimes they don't want to be helped. Sometimes they just want to, you know, complain and be negative and 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 cause uh, you know, strife and suffering for others around them because they feel that they're going through something, you know, awful and so they'll they'll lash out at others. So be careful of that. But that doesn't mean that that's not a lesson in and of itself. And having a, a grateful spirit uh, for being alive, for uh, being, being able to use your limbs. Some people don't have the full use of their limbs. Some people don't have a house or a car or, or uh, the ability to, to, you know, go out and watch a movie. You know, there, there are people who are going through real suffering, real trials and tribulations. And, and keeping things in perspective is always important. You know, love on people, be respectful, uh, listen to to others, you know, going through their challenges and their trials and tribulations. Uh, but you don't have to, to go in that trial and tribulation yourself. You know, you don't want to to drag others down and you don't want to be drugged down yourself by the by the trials and tribulations of others. Um, you know, going through challenges together can be encouraging. Uh, but you don't want to make that your lifestyle. You understand that, you know, your relationship with God uh, is important and your capacity for helping others should not be overshadowed by your complaint or the complaints of others uh, that, the, that of whatever it is that they're going through or what they're saying. Um, and so I want to encourage you, uh, you know, recognize the challenge, uh, recognize who you are in the challenge, uh, Surrender your challenge to God. Be a witness to others. Glorify God even through the trial and tribulation. And I want to leave you with this. You know, for what I went through as a kid and for, you know, what a lot of us go through here, there is no greater blessing that I've found and maybe I'm just naive. I don't know. And that's fine. I'll learn that lesson some other point in my life. I'm fine with it. But there's no greater blessing than 
being able to say to someone honestly, I know exactly what you're going through. God loves you. God wants to redeem you and sustain you and let me help you and let's glorify God together at the beginning, through and at the end of whatever trial and tribulation you are going through. And I want you to know that God loves you, that God has a plan for you and that God is good regardless of what you are going through, even if it hurts, even if it's awful. And there are some awful things in this world, but God loves you and he desperately, I should say desperately, he desperately wants to be known through you and he wants to use you in a way that will benefit your life and the lives of those around you. God bless you and keep you and remember that Jesus Christ said it himself. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one goes to the Father but through him. Amen. Be blessed. All right, once again, thank you for listening to Life Lessons, and uh, we would like to, once again, thank you, Brother Mark, and we are looking forward again to hearing from you, and be, be prepared. You'll be hearing from very soon again in the future, and I hope this message has been a blessing to you, and thank you for listening to Life Living in the Life Life Lessons podcast. Have a blessed day.